Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this bonus episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is the weekend edition. Uh, well, if you're listening to this on the weekend, that is, and uh, it's being published on a Saturday. So if you're listening to it on a Saturday, happy Saturday, happy weekend, that is. Um, and if not, well, this is just a bonus episode. As you guys know, I do an episode three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you guys are brand new to the podcast, well, now you know that we publish on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I just want to say thank you for stopping by. And everyone else that is normal listeners or, you know, like the the loyal listeners, uh, thank you so much for stopping by again and hopefully you're having an amazing weekend or an amazing week. All right. So this is going to be a very, very short bonus episode. And the reason is, is because I wanted to give you guys a recap of January. Now I know that we're in February as the time of this recording, but I wanted to give you just a recap and also let you know some of the numbers that were generated through my own brand and the secondary brand that I'm playing around with. And then uh, also just some lessons learned and also what my thoughts are moving forward. And uh, I've got some cool things that I'm going going to be experimenting with here in the future as well. And uh, I'll be keeping you guys posted on that moving forward here. Before we do jump into that real, real quick update here for any of you that are interested or have been following along with my son's journey in his basketball career, that is, uh, you know, he's a senior in high school. He plays varsity basketball. They have a very, very good team and uh, they are, I think, ranked fifth or sixth in the state for our division. And uh, we made it into the final four. And uh, that was a feat in itself. We have not made it that far in a very, very long time. I think it's been six years. So basically four teams out of about 26 or 27 made it to the final four. We played that game the other night and, uh, well, we lost and, uh, we were really, really devastated. My son was upset. I was upset. My whole family was upset. It felt like something really, really, uh, you know, uh, traumatic had happened, which it had because there's a ton of work that goes into it, a ton of preparation. And the reason why I'm really telling you guys this is because, you know, whether you're a kid in high school that's going through something like this, or you're building a business and you're having ups and downs and obstacles and you might work so hard to get to a certain level and then all of a sudden something happens, it's life, right? And we need to learn from it. It makes us stronger. We mentally have to be strong. And that's why I'm really telling you about this as well and also to give you guys an update for the, for those of you that want to know. But uh, to just let you know that, you know, things are going to happen. Things are going to come our way. Things aren't always going to be perfect. And, uh, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you that, you know, I'm a regular guy, a regular person that's at this, you know, Amazon thing just like you are and building a business, external businesses that is. And I'm just learning along the way and, uh, and, and figuring out what to do next. And I'll be sharing with you the lessons learned from January and even even just other months and also, you know, what I have planned moving forward. So let's go ahead and dive into the numbers real quick. And this is for January 2016. All right. So my revenue numbers were actually higher than they were in December. All right. So January was $34,523 in revenue. Okay. That's revenue brought in the door. Now out of that, we sold 2100 or let's see, 2,155 units sold, and there was 1,887 ordered. So basically 1,887 customers, but some bought multiple. So we ended up selling 2,155 units sold for the month. Not too bad, right? Not a bad month. Now, the product costs 
for January was $10,400. Now, guys, these are, again, estimates. I didn't go through and just see exactly down to the penny. These are rough numbers, but they're close. All right, so product cost in January, $10,400. The pay-per-click cost was a little bit higher, actually, uh, yeah, actually, quite a bit higher. Uh, it was $4,600. And again, uh, we've been playing around with that. We've been scaling it up. There is another product that's added to my product line. That added a little bit to it because we wanted to really ramp that thing up. So those numbers are a little bit high. Um, I would like to get them down to around $3,000. Uh, and I, I'm going to work on that in the, in the upcoming month. But right now, $4,600 for January. FBA fees, was right around $10,300-ish. And then miscellaneous, uh, you know, your different software tools and this, that, and the other thing was $250 um, for those. So total cost was $25,550, and the profit on that was $8,973 from the $34,523. So $34,523 in revenue after all those costs, we are down to $8,973. Just about $9,000, and that comes out to about a 26 to a 27% margin. Not too bad. Again, I want to remind you, we've also bought inventory that's still in stock that if we were to sell all that today, if I did not if I did not order any more inventory right now and I was to just go ahead and cash all my chips in, in a sense, and just sell out what I have, I would probably bring about another $20,000 in the door. So, as much as you know that profit number to me isn't where really where I want it to be. Uh, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's almost ten grand a month, and for most people, that's a you know that's a full time living. That's a, you know that's a six figure business, right? That's ten. That's a hundred thousand dollar business. Um, but just to let you know, there's inventory that's already been paid for that's still in stock that still needs to be sold. Um, so just to kind of put that in into context. So the other thing that I want to bring up is you guys know some of you do that is um, that I'm playing around with a second brand and I'm kind of doing this well to help someone out a little bit that I know but also being able to kind of play around in this market and really also go after really inexpensive products which I'm not a huge fan of you know you guys know that I like products between 19 and 45 dollars but we went ahead and we went after a product that we found actually a couple products that we were able to private label for just about a dollar thirty dollar forty a piece something like that and um, we're able to sell them between ten and fifteen dollars okay so I'm going to give you these rough numbers real quick now again I'm partnered up with with someone on this but I just wanted to show you the revenue generated this is about a three month old brand um, actively I should say. Um, so let's just go ahead and give you those. So generated in income was $5,166.27. Now, again, it's a really low ticket price offer, okay? 431 units sold. The goods cost or the product cost, I, I wrote notes for myself to say goods cost, but it's actually product cost, <laughs> $682, okay? And then the pay-per-click cost was about $975. The FBA fees was $2,066. So the total cost was $3,723. Total profit was $1,443 profit, around a 29% margin. So again, a little experiment, a little playing, a little testing, not a huge uh, you know, amount of inventory that we had to buy, but we are playing around with this, and I'm not really sure where this will go. I'm not like really super passionate about it, but it is kind of like an experiment that I want to keep playing around with, and we'll see where that goes, and I'll keep you updated, but again, you know, 
just playing around with the whole concept of, you know, lower priced items. If there's one that you find, should you roll that out? Now, I do have some other plans with this product that potentially down the road, we could use this as a front end offer to lead them into other bigger products, okay, in this space, okay? Now, the other thing, and again, I'm kind of going, you know, kind of off the cuff here, and I'm, I'm letting you know, like, and with this product, this would be a very, very good product to offer almost for a free, like, um, uh, entry offer off of Amazon. So, for example, and I'm not going to go too deep into this because this is kind of like phase, uh, you know, phase uh, six, I guess we could call it, of this Amazon space is where you would then build an external funnel. You would drive traffic to this offer and almost give this away for free plus shipping, something like that. And then from there, you would lead them into an upsell. And that upsell could be, well, it could be a service. It could be, uh, and that, that could be a monthly service. It could be an additional product that could, uh, that, that could be three times the cost of this, or it could be four more of this at a discount. Right. So there's all of those things that we can do externally once we have a product that we know is validated and that is selling on Amazon. And I, I know for some of you that are brand spanking new, don't even listen to what I just said. Okay. Because that's it's it's more advanced and it's something moving forward that I'm going to be playing around with within this brand and in my main brand. Um, and and that's why right now being able to test products rather quickly on Amazon to me is is really awesome because we're able to do this and not really have to spend a ton of money if we don't want to. Like I said there, I mean, if you wanted to take that brand number two example, you know, 431 units and uh, we spent $682 on those, well, and we spent $975 on pay-per-click, right? I mean, not a ton of money. The FBA fees, you're only paying them when you make the sales, but still able to validate a product and still come out with $1,400 in profit, not too bad, right? And uh, and right now, looking at the numbers for February, they're looking very similar. So we'll see. But I just wanted to throw that out there and let you guys know that, you know, the brand on Amazon is great. And that's, you know, we can build a six-figure business just from that. But you can also really scale it once you go outside of Amazon and start building an external funnel, have uh, different offers that lead people in, content marketing, all of that good stuff, which the Amazing Seller podcast will be discussing further as I start to do it because I'm going to share with you what I'm doing. So why not share it, right? So that is pretty much the breakdown for January. Not too bad, right? We're talking about 10 grand uh, in profit for the month. Not not too bad. I think I could have probably added another 1500 to that if my pay-per-click was dialed in. But I was, again, trying to get that that uh, you know that new product kind of ramped up. So um, anyway, that's that. So lessons learned. Okay, lessons learned real quick. I got three of them here for you. Number one is looking at the market and finding unique products. So currently in my main brand, I'm looking at the market now. I've got a pretty well-established, you know, brand that I understand the market of who's buying it by looking at the reviews, by looking at the emails that come back to me and understanding what might be next and then also finding a product that might not be as like, I guess, saturated in Amazon, but finding a product that I could serve to that market. And I've said that before, you want to really find products that can be served to that market, okay? Number two is you still can make money with low ticket items, but it's risky. 
And what I mean by that is it's a great way to validate and maybe get your feet wet, but it's risky because then it introduces other people to come in because it's easier, and you also run the risk of hijackers coming on because it's a lower ticket price. Now, for this particular product that I have, we were able to make it unique to us, um, but other people could still do something similar, okay? So without giving away the product, that's it's just kind of it in a nutshell. Is it's, It is unique, um, it's our unique style, but other people could come up and create their own unique style and sell against ours, okay? But the purpose of the product does pretty much the same thing, all right? Now, number three is once you validate a market on Amazon, then it's time to start to build that external channel. And that's where my my thoughts are right now is, okay, let's go ahead, find a product right now that could be sold on Amazon, that is selling on Amazon, but also with the mindset that we could also use that as part of our funnel outside of Amazon to where we can go ahead and drive people from a Facebook ad, let's say, and then drive them over to a free offer or a free piece of content, then then we'll also uh, bring them into our funnel in a sense so we can then show show them our other supporting products, if that makes sense. So once you validate a market, start to build the external channel, okay? And right now, you guys know publicly, I've been talking about that. You know, John Haver, uh, you know, and I've talked about him as he's actually, his company is building my authority site and we're getting about 70 to 80 unique visitors a day. Hopefully over the next couple of months, we'll increase that because we are creating more content for that. That's a whole nother um, strategy moving forward, but that will be part of that external funnel process as well. And again, guys, if you guys are brand new or just starting and you're hearing me talk about this external stuff, don't worry worry about it at this stage. I was not worrying about this at all when I first launched, uh, you know, going back about uh, 18, 19 months now, okay, over a year and a half ago. So you shouldn't be thinking that either. Just understand that you do want to go after a market, not just the product, okay? So again, just to repeat what I just said, as far as what's next for me, launching unique products that can be offered to my customers. Really important that you understand that and really let that sink in. Offer products to your market. And a lot of times you can find out what your market wants just by tapping into other Facebook fan page pages or groups and listening to the conversations of what they're talking about. It's a huge way to be able to get in the minds of your customer, okay? And then the last thing as far as what's next for me, not the last thing, but what am I going to be focusing on, is building an email list from outside traffic, starting with Facebook ads to my ideal customer. Again, targeting those fan pages, um, you know, because this way here, I know that that is my market. And then offering products uh, through my content. So for an example, just to kind of give you a quick overview of how this would look, is you would run a Facebook ad to the people that are interested in your product or your market, and then you would offer them a free piece of content that could give them facts about a certain problem or how to overcome a certain problem. And then on that page, it would be a blog post. And then from there, what they would do is they would go ahead and see my product below the content. And then you can have a special offer there. And then the big thing with this now is you're able to then follow up with an email because you have their email address and keep giving them value. And as you give them value, also make them aware of the product that will help them in this uh, you know, in this process, all right? It's just, it's the way that it works in business that is the easiest way to be successful in my mind is where you can help and then show that you have the tools or the things that can help them by implementing what you just taught them, 
Okay. And if you're going to build a real brand, you really want to focus on that, but not until the time is right. So again, I'm thinking out loud here kind of in front of you guys. And that's what I want to do here because I am totally 100% transparent. That is where I'm starting to focus some of my time. And uh, I will keep you guys updated on that because I'm really, really excited about that. And I think that that will be the next phase for me in my business. But again, always starting with Amazon and launching there and then from there moving it out to, uh, you know, the external channels. All right. So guys, I said this was going to be quick and I know I rambled a little bit. I just wanted to give you guys a recap again because I haven't done one yet in February for January. So I figured, you know, better late than never. So if you're listening to this in February, you got it. Okay. There you go. And if you're listening to it in July, well, Hey, you, you got it as well. You got this, the information. Cause I, I don't think it's really so much the month. It's, it's more of the information and kind of like my thoughts moving forward is what really people want to hear from me in these recaps. All right. So hopefully this has been helpful. And if you guys are brand new, once again, I got to remind you guys, if you're brand spanking new, don't worry about all that external stuff. I just said kind of, you know, put, put your ear, your ear blockers on for those. Okay. Cause I don't want you to get over overwhelmed. What I would suggest is if you have not attended one of my live workshops where I actually walk you through the five phases for launching a product on Amazon, the ones that I still follow till this day, okay, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And from there, I will take you through those five phases and I'll be there live to answer any questions you have at the end of that workshop. So would love to have you there. So again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Guys, have an amazing weekend. And remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Come on now, take action. Have an awesome, amazing weekend, day, afternoon, whatever it is, and I'll see you in the next episode.